Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Mad Bad Book Club, the home of Mad Bad Books on the internet. I am your host Taco and I am joined today by my co-host Nick. Welcome. Welcome to the Mad Bad Book Club. I'm sure you're all happy to be here right now. We welcome are to my reality. Welcome to my reality. Speaking of reality, Mango's not here because she's got like midterms or some bullshit. Like I don't know. Whatever the oh fuck college student has do. midterm. Like midterms are for scrubs. But yeah, so that's that's why it's just me and Taco this week. And if something sounds oddly great about my <laughs> voice right now, it's because the uh the university we go to provides us with rentable sound rooms and this this is so cool cuz there's like there's like literally sound foam on the walls, my dude. This is so cool. I love it. Did you just say my dude? My dude. Are you a douchebag from California? Stop that. All right, dude, bro. All right, dude. W- whatever, bro, dude. My dude, bro. Shaka bra. Shaka bra. Let's do this bra. Sh- Shaka bra. Okay. So, if this is your first episode of the Mad Bad Book Club, here is the rundown of the show. We read really bad literature, and they make goofs at it. And today, we're reading... A Comprehensive Guide to Living Life Happily, Successfully, and Fearlessly. It is entitled, The Key to Confidence. Uh, yes. And the cover of this uh, novel is a businessman with a briefcase, and his shadow is like a really buff dude bro for some reason. That's the key to confidence right there. It's to be a big buff a really dude bro. Buff... <laughs> exactly. Big musos. Hmm. Are you ready to pump it up? <laughs> ready to pump you up. So let's see. I don't know where to begin. How, All right, let's, chapter one. Let's start with small talk. Are you confident yet today, Nick? Are you confident today? No, and I. That's why. That's why we're reading the book. I was thinking to myself, I'm just not feeling the confidence. So. For so for recording the podcast today, we're gonna take this guy's advice, and so here we go. Just so you know, this isn't our first time reading this. We read this every single time before we record. <laughs> really get into the mood. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're spreading the good word to you guys. I've never read this before. I disclaimer. Mean, yeah, disclaimer. That was a <clears throat> joke. Chapter one. We are who we choose to be. Life is hard. It rarely gets easy and almost never gives you a break. It's so bad. We were literally born into pain, usually screaming. We were yanked from our home inside our mother's uterus into a world of the unknown, into a life that is without a doubt going to be filled with hurt and suffering. However, it doesn't have to be all that bad. Surely, if pain exists, so would joy, right? Surely, if sadness exists, so would happiness, right? So that's straight off every paragraph. Yeah, dude. But let's let's digest this a little bit. I'm having trouble coming to this conclusion that our author here did. Um, we were literally born into pain. I don't know what the fuck that means. Did it hurt to come out? I don't remember. Um. But then also, he just kind of, if pain exists and joy, are those the diametric opposites of each other? Because I don't know. That doesn't sound like the opposites of each other. Do you think so? Is pain the opposite of I joy? Gone, I would have gone with, like, bliss. Exactly. You know. So, um, logical whole. All right. Uh, paragraph two. You see... The good thing about existing is... That's not really a logical hole, though. Sorry, I'm shoving my face with crackers as we do this so I can respond immediately. It's not a logical hole. It's a yeah. semantics. It's a semantics hole. It's a hole. But let's There's see. There's a hole. There's a hole. A hole, hole, hole. There's a hole. As, as a good thing about existing is, as soon as you're toilet trained, the way you live is 100% in your control. It is up to you if you want to be lazy or lethargic. It's up to you if you want to be negative or pessimistic. It's up to you if you want to be shy or insecure. 
It's up to you if you're going to have those characteristics assigned to you. I don't know... Uh, wait. Uh, I don't know why you would, but it seems most of Earth's populations has one or two or more of these features imprinted within their personality, and society is just making everything worse with uh, pressing and having social standards, which sucks. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Okay. I mean, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? Preach it, brother, I think. But, like, <laughs> so it's... A- so, so it's it's, it's society. It's an odd way to say that you have freedom, like as soon as you toilet trained, though. <laughs> I want. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's true. I that doesn't sound about right in my head. I don't know, I think man. about it. <laughs> when you're toilet trained, your parents kick you out of the house, and they're like, "All right, kid knows all he needs. He's onion rings. Just get him out." Hmm. That's what uh my that's what my father did to me. <laughs> I've been growing up as a wayward vagabond, only knowing how to use the toilet. This is my oh, life. Oh, it's my paragraph. Yep. Uh, okay. I was eating crackers. <clears throat> I don't want to live in a world of laziness. Everything would be unfinished and half done. I don't want to live in a world of negativity. People would easily lose faith in themselves and never aspire for something better. I don't want to live in a world of insecurity. Everyone would be so confined to themselves. No one would be willing to try something different and step outside of their comfort zone. Society can get fucked. (laughs) Yeah. I should just say, I don't... Before we continue, I I should say, I don't really like... uh, uh, cursing in things that are supposed to motivate you are in like academic work. Yeah, dude. In academic, it's like work. a pet peeve of mine. Even though I curse like a, I mean, I swear like a sailor. So. Yeah, I mean, although, <laughs> have you run into many academic works that have a lot of swearing? That would be pretty awesome. I have. And so that's how the fucking particles go. All right. You feel proud of that one? I do. Because the particles fucking go. Let's see. Mm. I want to live in a world of diligence and attentiveness, where people are always striving to achieve their goals and dreams, up at the break of dawn, chasing down success, letting nothing get in their way. I want to live in a world of positivity and optimism, where the grass is always where the gla- the grass the glass is always half full, and looking at the bright side. And that's not. That's two words. Looking at the bright side of things is praised upon. I want to live in a world of confidence and self-love where anyone can walk tall, strutting down the street, and not giving a crap about what people think. Society has confined us all, and only a small percentage have been able to break free. And believe me, we have all the power to break free. We have all the power to be who we want to be. Preach. Do you think he was, like, listening to 80s music while writing this? Because there's a lot of, like, little things I feel might be nods. I, yeah, I don't know, like, that sounds, that sounds very, um, sounds like a very, you know, re- reasonable assumption to make. Well, 80s, 80s music is the most motivational, let's be real. Yeah, dude, when you're sitting down to write a book... If you don't have 80s music on, then you really aren't just, you just aren't going to get it done. Yeah, what are you doing? The change that corrupts What the fuck? (laughs) Is it supposed to be civilization? Civilization. The chains that corrupt this. The chains that this corrupt civilization has put on us are only as strong as we let them be. Humans are strong. Smart and adaptable. We are the fucking dominant species on the planet Earth. However, most of us have forgotten that we can do whatever we want, live however we want, and be whoever we want. Sure, it might not be quite as simple as that, 
but that's what I do what I do. That's why I am writing this, so I can try and help you step out of the box you live in your life. Wait, what? So, so you can step out of the box you live your life in and live to your fullest potential. You are phenomenal. You are spectacular. You are anything you want. We are who we choose to be. Then there's Fear. This... Yeah. Forget everything and run. Or face everything and rise. It's your choice. Yeah, dude. Fight or... That is literally the definition of fight or flight. Thank you very much for reminding me. I don't know. I thought fight or flight was just run or fight. This one also has something about rising in it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wink. Something's rising. I see. (laughs) Um, Chapter two. Oh. oh. (laughs) Chapter two. We're on chapter two, by the way. Don't wish for it. Work for it. Unfortunately. Is he ready to pump us up? I feel like I'm ready to, to to pump myself up. You gotta, you gotta, you, hey, you gotta clap twice whenever you say something like that. There you go. There's no echo in the room. That's really weird. <laughs> anyway, unfortunately, when we want something, we can't just click our fingers and make it suddenly appear. Especially with self improvement, it's a hard truth of life. The problem with my generation. Well, at least the people I've grown up with is that the majority of them have been spoon-fed their entire lives, me included, and don't really know the definition of hard work. Discipline has just gone out the window. Can I just say, every time we read stuff, I always get confused about like the tone I should be reading it in. <laughs> this... Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, at the same time, this one's not really doing you any favors. It sounds very condescending, but, like, not? I don't, yeah, like, literally, I don't know if I'm supposed to go for, like, motivational or, like, this is how it's supposed to be. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I was a spoiled child. My mom gave me pretty much everything. Mom, I want a Nintendo 64 for Christmas. I said when I was six, and yes, my beautiful my beautiful mum did get it for me, and more. I had it. I had it well off. I was lucky. However, I w- somewhat despise my mum a bit for that now. Oh, a bit for that now, because she never taught me what could possibly be the most important thing to be successful: discipline. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did he say he wanted an N64 and then he got it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's not discipline. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, if he didn't get it, that still wouldn't be discipline. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to discipline you by just not getting you an N64. You have done everything to deserve it, but fuck you. That's not what discipline means in this context. Discipline is more like... uh, Let's use a very standard example. Discipline is knowing like when to draw your sword and when to like keep it down, you know? Yeah, or That's like discipline, knowing to do something when you need to and just getting what you want. Like he didn't adequately explain why that didn't teach him discipline. Hmm. As I'm writing this, it is the year that I and all my friends turn 20 years of age. It hurts me to say this, but most of them have gotten nowhere since school. You can't be working at McDonald's at the age of 20. I don't want to offend you if you're 20 and working at McDonald's. You need to make a change. You need to do something you love. Or before you know it, you're going to be 40, looking back on your life, thinking what the fuck happened. Regret is the worst feeling anyone can have. So make sure you have no regrets in 20 years from now. What? I think that's actually some pretty good advice right there. Well, striving to not have any regrets and not having any regrets is a different thing. But. Yeah, I know. And uh, I feel like <laughs> he's saying strive not to have regrets. I mean. That's a sure. good piece of advice right there. That's a pretty standard piece of advice throughout the years. 
Sure. I you do. know what? <sighs> Granted. Very cliche, but yes, it's a good piece of advice. But I just love how it's like, you can't be working at McDonald's at the age of 20. Also, you could actually be working at McDonald's at the age of 20. I was like, that one's funny. Hard work does not necessarily guarantee success, but no success is possible without hard work. Dr. T.P. Chia. Chia. Yeah, dude. He grew plants on his head. <laughs> Anyway, um, pursue something you love and don't give up on it. Work hard for it because it's possible if you just work for it. If you want to lose weight or start building muscle, you can't just wish for it. You've got to work for it. And if you want to save people's lives on an operating table, you can't just wish for it. You've got to work for it. And if you want to buy your mama house, you can't just wish for it. You've got to work for it. And if you want to go for the girl of your dreams, you can't just wish for it. You've got to work for it. I feel like this guy has like some pretty like decent advice, but this is more like a first draft piece so far from what I'm seeing. I mean, like, and... it could have done with more revisions and sure. you know, actual editing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like... Because we didn't need to... We didn't need four examples there. At two would have done greatly maybe even less pretty much the standard thing to do in like motivational pieces like this is do three pieces of advice back to back like that yeah uh for I instance mean, it flows I would... the best even because like yeah, you're the reading one I it and it's like from... all right i get it the one i would have cut from his whole lineup of examples is that if you want to save people's lives on an operating table you can't just wish for it. you got to work for it yeah that kind of seems to be the odd one out here. Not saying the other ones are more in line, but, you know. And, you know, it's still um, pretty cliche advice. I mean, not super well, deep insight. Most advice is cliche. Most exactly. advice is cliche. It's about <laughs> stating it in a new, fresh way. So. Exactly. And a lot of this. And then we have a nice little graphic here that says, Never try to fit in. You were born. To stand out. I I don't agree with that, but that's just because I'm a lame oh lame o Nancy. <clears throat> that's uh Chapter Three Fear Not. I think this is you. Is, no, it's you. No. Is it me? No, yeah, it is me. <clears throat> it is you. You can't let fear consume your life. Confidence becomes much easier once you learn how to face your fears. When trying to understand fear, what we always need to bear in mind is this. Fear is not a rational response to whatever challenges stare at us in life. It is all in our mind, within us, and not anything external to us. Fear is just an emotion, and the only way to deal with it is to look in, look it dead in the eyes and say, F, pound sign... I don't know what that symbol is called. Less than. Uh, percent sign. You. <laughs> Should I just like censor all of that out so it sounds like you say in a really long swear word? Like, <laughs> I like don't know. it's it, for so he goes from saying like the word fuck earlier in the story to now in this example he censors the word. F- so like, yeah. Big <laughs> make up your mind. And say you its only purpose is to protect us from dangerous circumstances there most of the time it is oh my god though most of the time is just causes us to make irrational responses to challenges we face imposing limits on our minds and leaving us with only negative thoughts which pretty much which pretty much fear your enemy <laughs> as you notice your enemy bad about this there's word guessing throughout this, incorrect uh, usage of words and stuff like that. And weird. Oh, God, this is definitely like a first draft. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. Like, um, apparently the dude who wrote this, like, I probably should have started that in the preamble. So if you want to get, like, a better, more um, more researched on the, on the actual author of this, go watch Lewis Spears' review of this book. Anyway... Um, he, well, he's like a YouTuber. A well, yeah, no, he's like a YouTuber and he like 
took months off of YouTube to write this book, and this was like the fruits of his labor. Um, oh, months? And this is what he came up with? Yeah. That's the funny part. Uh, so he he didn't get it like edited or anything. He just like... Hmm. He, he typed it up and then kind of farted it out there. <laughs> so what was funny is that... So he... You know how... So the um the book in and of itself, <laughs> he he basically to get it, you paid him, and then he just sent you a download link to a PDF of it, <laughs> like this was all just you just like put money in his PayPal and he just sent it to you. He didn't like sell it through any official means, which I just find that kind of hilarious. It's just such a such a such a silly such a silly silly thing. Goes to show how so kind of crappy just like, this book is. So it was kind of like a Patreon reward almost, but without the Patreon part. Pretty much. Okay. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I have lived through this horror. I can take on the next thing that comes along. You must really do the next thing you think you cannot do. Oh, I just said that in a very manly voice, but that was a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. You know what? I'm curious if this is an actual quote or if this is something he's like misattributing. Let's find out. You gain strength, courage, and... Eleanor Roosevelt. The first thing that popped up was... Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is Eleanor Roosevelt's top seven fundamentals for making life an exciting and wonderful adventure. Okay. Oh, that sounds like a fun book. It's got the yeah, word fun in it. <laughs> well, and also, um, if you notice something about the um, just the setup of these pages, you can't see it in the podcast because, you know, obviously you're not reading it. We're reading it to you. Unless you're reading along, which is cool. But, like, if you notice, there's, like, maybe a paragraph or two of text and then just the rest of the page is filled up with pictures and or big old typeface setting of quotes from other people, which is, a that's something else that's very silly about this, I feel. Hey, space-saving techniques. Now we move on to the challenge. A simple exercise to help you overcome your fears, especially with social interactions. Whenever you are out, Walking the streets, or even at school, is to just say hi to a random person you haven't met before. You don't have to start a conversation with them. Just greet them in a friendly manner and leave it at that. So challenging. Uh, that's actually, I think, is a pretty general advice to give people who, like, have super, like, super, like, crazy fears about social interactions is just to, like, say hello to people. Yeah. I feel like that would be, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. I mean, all right. this is all really basic advice, and he, like, just <laughs> compiles it, like, really awfully. I think that's my <laughs> problem with this. I mean, <laughs> it's okay. He can have problems with this. All right, let's see. You might not like the idea of this because it may seem a little unusual. It should, though, since it didn't. Or since when did greeting someone in a friendly way become weird and awkward? F*** you, society. But just do it. Ask yourself, what is the worst that could happen? They ignore you? Give you an awkward look? Who gives a fuck? I'm certain most people would smile at you anyway. Trust me, just doing this on a regular basis will change your mindset and rapidly increase your confidence. Probably. I'm going to go with probably on that piece of advice. Probably. I know it's a very simple task, but it is extremely effective. I want you to start doing this as soon as you can. Today, at most, tomorrow. The hardest part about making a lifestyle change is starting. Just face your fears and get it done. Do something today that your future self will thank you for tomorrow. You got this, semicolon in parenthesis. <laughs> Where's the front parenthesis? That's a winky face. 
in case you guys didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I love that. Oh man. He's so he's he believes in us. Winky face. I mean, I love how much he's playing up the effectiveness of this sort of a strategy he's using. I mean, I think it's weird that he's dedicated so many paragraphs to it, but it is an effective thing, I'm pretty sure. Like, I've heard about doing this stuff before, that specifically. Right, mm. but still. And now we have, like, a obviously captured from a phone photograph <laughs> that says, Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Attribute it to unknown. <laughs> but it's, like, half cut out of the picture. It's really weird. Yeah, what I find weird about this quote is I'm pretty sure it was uh, written by the person who uh, wrote it right there. You know? the, the author I, of this I don't know how book? To or the guy oh, who man. made the picture? No, 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 no. The guy, oh my god, I don't know how to explain it. The guy who typed that thing up and like posted it to the wall probably wrote it and just attributed it to someone unknown to give himself more credibility. Exactly. You, hear? you can't you can't go out attributing stuff to people who didn't say it. Then you'll lose all your credibility. We can't have that. Everyone knows everyone shares a single unit of credibility. It's like Bitcoin. <laughs> Dude, I'm, my, I'm mining for credibility coin. Bit credibility coin. Coming next fall, the Mad Bad Books Club's special cryptocurrency. <laughs> credibility coin use it when you want to sound smart but you can only do it once there's only a single unit of credibility coin it's all fractions and it gets really confusing because you have like fucking like 2.56 to the negative 1 billionth power of a fucking credibility coin <laughs> <laughs> it and it's and it's like it's like a fucking you just got I've got like cosine thirty of a credibility coin hell yeah dude I'm the nice. smarterest let's see <laughs> uh, chapter four we are confined only by the boundaries we give ourselves a lot of people are going to tell you you can't fulfill your dream you might explain to them your dreams. But they still end up saying, yeah, it's too risky, or just play it safe. If you listen to those... Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> if you listen to these people, you are purposely confining yourself to a certain way of life that isn't 100% decision. Oh, shit. Isn't your 100% decision. You are giving up and letting other people tell you how to live your own life. You must not let this happen. You must not let this happen. You need to stand up for yourself whenever the I'm opportunity arises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you only assist deals in absolutes. You need to stand up for yourself whenever the opportunity arises. Who cares if people judge you harshly for it? If it's something you believe in, you need to speak up. Don't ever need... you. Wait. You don't need... Uh, oh, Jesus. You don't ever need to be aggressive or spiteful, but should be assertive and humble, no matter the situation. If you are being bullied or shamed in any way, it's essential you stand up for yourself. A friend is being bullied or shamed in any way, then it's essential you encourage them to stand up for themselves, then support them in doing so. A confident person will always have his or her voice heard. Always stand up for what you believe in. You don't often hear assertive, being assertive and humble mentioned in the same sentence. Yeah? Although usually, usually with humility, you don't really pair that with assertiveness. I mean, may, well, maybe though, because like being being a you know a doormat. I'm not saying they're mutual. I'm I'm not saying they're mutually exclusive. I'm just saying you don't often hear them paired together like that. <laughs> this is this this is this book's ace in the hole. It because tells you that usually, you can be assertive and humble. Usually with humility. You go with, you know, the more calm route of approaching a situation. You don't normally assert yourself. 
Yeah, but I mean, asserting yourself doesn't necessarily mean you don't have to be calm. I know, so that's what I just I know. said. They're not mutually exclusive, it's just you don't often hear them paired up. Sure. The human... Wait. I, the human it. mind knows no limits. It is absolute. Oh, God. It is actually extremely ridiculous how far the human body can be pushed mentally or physically. We are capable of amazing things. The difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. Albert Einstein said that. Oh, man. Maybe. I don't know, probably. <laughs> Fool, I would know. Fuck. Oh, shit. I just looked up <laughs> assertiveness and humility, and apparently a dude wrote a book on it. Really now? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we should read that next. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Having <laughs> limits is just flat out lame. So don't be afraid to do stupid things if it means pushing yourself. Do whatever you want. Anything in life you wish to progress in, always push your limits and never be afraid to learn and grow. Most goals we set for ourselves, we never achieve because the we set the bar really high. And but just because s- the bar is far from reached. That doesn't mean you can't get there eventually. Usually people give up because they limit themselves to how far they can reach and don't want to push themselves enough because it gets too hard and difficult. Well, you got to just not give up. Never limit yourself. It's very hard and it's difficult. Very, very How to challenge yourself. Do you want to just like switch off reading these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Step one. Create a short-term goal. Two to four weeks. Take some some time to think about what you want to do. Example, be able to do 20 push-ups or quit something. It can be a goal you want, but don't make it too impossible. Oh, I like that. It actually takes two to four weeks to make or break a habit. Right. In case you didn't know that. Wasn't there like a number? It was like 60 times makes a habit or something like that. Oh, I don't know about that. I've just always heard it takes two to four weeks to make or break a habit. So like if I ever need to change my uh, sleep schedule, I normally start like two weeks beforehand. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, be able to do 20 push-ups. That's a pretty basic thing right there. If you have to take four weeks to do that, I'm. That's uh, that's amazing. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I don't want to throw that much shade, but like, dude, <laughs> you should probably just go do those push-ups instead of reading this book. Yeah, yeah, do that. <clears throat> Number two, take five minutes every day to just think about your goal. Don't do anything, but just sitting down and think about what you need to do and how. You're going to do it. Do it so preferably as soon as you wake up. Think about what you're, why you're doing this. The benefits of completing it. That's a really, that's some really odd syntax right there. I don't so think it's... So take five minutes out of your day to think about how you're going to do push-ups. <laughs> we really 20. glommed onto that. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just taking that five minutes to do the push-ups. <laughs> Just think about how you could be doing the (laughs) push-ups. Step three. Work on it every day. Whatever goal you set yourself, make sure you work on it. Practice it and improve on it as much as you can. It's okay if you have a setback. We're only human. Just make sure if you fall, fall forward. Interesting. So like, There's not not many ways you can improve on doing push-ups. I mean... (laughs) I I could do 12. I'm almost there. I mean, I don't know. Is there a way you can make your push-up technique better? Maybe. <laughs> Is there a way you could fall backwards while doing a push-up? <laughs> if you can, please please send us a picture of that if you can. Yeah, <clears throat> dude. Send us a little fucking video of you falling backwards while doing a push-up. God, I'm just... I'm just trying to think about how that would work. 
you like launch yourself so far back up that you like you go all the way up and then fall backwards. I don't know if you're doing like a one-handed push-up and you're like doing it from like the side, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Maybe. Yeah, but at that point, are you falling backwards or are you just like flipping over while falling forward? I don't know. That's pretty fucking deep, dude. (laughs) You're falling sideways. That's like some Zenyatta level shit right there, dude. (laughs) Remember to not fall corkscrew. (laughs) Part four. Reward yourself. Challenge complete. Do something nice for yourself. Or even someone else. You've earned it. After you've rewarded yourself, time to get focused again and make a new challenge. Oh, man. That's, uh, that's our special goal. Next week, we're going to bring Mango our special challenge that we want to complete. Wait. <laughs> yeah, dude. We got we to gotta think about it every day. Wake up and think about how we're going to get Mango back. No, 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 no. I'm saying, let's, okay, Nick, let's each make a challenge, and then we'll tell it to Mango when when she gets back next week. (laughs) Actually, week after next. This is, I'll I'll tell tell more about it in the end. But yeah, anyway. Uh, This is another quote here. If you always put a limit on everything you do physically or anything else, it will speak into your work and into your life. There are no limits. There are only plateaus. You must never stay there. You must go beyond them. Bruce Lee. Anything? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. For everything you do, physically or anything else, so you could have just left that part off entirely, Bruce Lee. Come on. <laughs> Jeez, Bruce Lee, you're not a professional quote maker like that one kid on, on Reddit. What kid on Reddit? You know, the the the... In this moment, I am euphoric, not because of some phony god blessing, but because of my own intelligence, or because I'm enlightened by my own intelligence. He 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 started off that post by saying, "I'm no professional quote maker," but and then he said it. Oh, okay. God, you know what I heard the other day, or actually earlier today, I was reading Reddit and someone said, Oh my non-existent God, I can't believe they did that change to Overwatch. <laughs> oh your God. No, no, he said, Oh my non-existent God. Like, what? No. He said, what's the relevancy, my, my dude? Oh my God, what's the relevancy of being a fucking California douchebag? Come on, man. Come on. Get it together, man. Snap out of it. <laughs> Snap out of it. You're, you're going to fucking fall down the rabbit hole. Chapter 5. Overconfident. Ooh. Do you like all the doors just slamming? Like, holy shit. I can't hear him. <clears throat> Chapter 5. Overconfidence. Confidence is one of the pivotal components of self-esteem. Another important component component is self respect only when you trust in your abilities and respect yourself and your place in the world can you have a healthy level of self-esteem which would of course result in a healthy level of confidence okay so what (laughs) let's let's break that down he's saying confidence and uh, self-respect, I think. What was it? Trust in your abilities, respecting yourself. Those are the those are the pivotal components of self-esteem. But then having a health a a good health healthy self-esteem also means you have good confidence. It it results in a high a healthy level of confidence. So, it's like a very cyclical thing, and I suppose it mathematically follows if confidence big then self-esteem big but he also it's it's the inverse property of you know math equations or whatever that's i can i completely zoned out for that explanation it's okay my rant didn't make any sense no 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 like i picked up my phone and i was like reading a text message (laughs) don't worry we'll just let that hang like that let's keep reading we'll let it hang that was only yeah, for your ears only. I'll never I'll never know what just happened. That was your special <laughs> and, private moment. 
Yeah, the truth of the matter is, that's probably a very true statement. Uh, where are we? Uh, it's your line. It's the your second line. paragraph. No, I just read it. No, oh I no! Wait, the... yeah, it is. It is totally my line. I I mixed up my rant with reading, but can you have too much confidence? Can one be overconfident? It is not really possible to have too much confidence, despite what people think. The crazy outburst of self-appreciation that usually follows the cries of overconfidence are not a sign of high self-esteem, but typically highlight a lack of self-confidence and self-respect. Huh? So is he saying there's like an inverse relationship between self-appreciation, self-esteem, and confidence? Like... I'm just impressed he thinks he can't be overconfident. <laughs> is that is that what he's trying to say? What? No, he like spells it out there. He says you can't be overconfident. Yeah, I guess it is. Not really possible to have too much confidence. Interesting. I don't know. We've all known those guys who are so confident that they jump off cliffs with bungee cords and then they snap and they die. But man, were they <laughs> yeah. confident. Oh man, they they definitely had a good time with that. Alrighty. Is you, my dude. Chabra. <sighs> I was one of these overconfident people a few years ago, and sometimes still am. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I was very cocky and loud about how great I was. I would usually try to be humble, but a lot of the time I would go about it the wrong way. The people I had what the oh the problem I had was that I didn't realize that I was a bit arrogant and conceited. It's fine to be arrogant and conceited, but it's super important to go about it in the right way, which I didn't. Hmm. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Did he just say confidence is the opposite of humility, and did he also say it's fine to be arrogant and conceited? What? <laughs> He said that he was arrogant and conceited, and then in, like, the very next sentence, he was saying he tried to be humble. He was cocky and loud about how great he was. Now, I don't, that doesn't I, sound I like I get over how overconfidence in his mind is, like, the opposite of humility. I guess it kind of is. Yeah, or at the very least, they could be linked, but... You could but... link them. You could definitely link them. Yeah, dude. If you If you did the math on it. I ain't no bio major, but <laughs> exactly. This shit, this shit ain't adding up, dude. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. So, alrighty. Well, um, the next one. It wasn't until I started lose lo uh, losing some of my close friends that I decided to pull my head in. Looking back at those times, I think I just felt really great and proud of myself, but no one was noticing, so I felt compelled to shout about my shout out about myself. But when you appear to be extremely confident, people don't think that you need appreciation. They think you already know that you're great, so there's little point in telling you about it. Perhaps the one single thing that overconfident people need is appreciation. However, it's so damn important to understand that appreciation and acceptance from external sources isn't as powerful as appreciation from within. Self-acceptance sure. self and honest self-appreciation are key to building healthy self-esteem and real confidence. Appreciating and rewarding yourself for who you are and your achievements will explode your confidence and uh, <laughs> allow you to talk, walk amongst the clouds. Talk, walk. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> I'm feeling great about myself. I'm going to go talk, walk in these clouds now. <laughs> what? I, be I believe they call that fog if it's down that low. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh, my goodness. So... Another quote here. Early in my career, I was accused of being overconfident and even cocky. But as I was just confident that I had done in... Or, uh, but I was just confident that I had done the training and didn't see any reason to say otherwise. 
Alberto Salazar. Confident is the root of so many attractive qualities, a sense of humor, a sense of style, a willingness to be who you are no matter what anyone else might think. Wentworth Miller. <laughs> oh, I love this quote. I am selfish, impatient, a little insecure, I make mistakes, I'm out of, tr- I'm out of control, and at times hard to handle. But if you can't handle me at my waist, then you sure as hell don't deserve me at my best. Marilyn Monroe. Were you trying to be like the really annoying guy in like an Italian gang? Nah, dude, I was trying to be the the Italian or the very annoying girl in an Italian gang. Well, you sounded like the very annoying rookie to an uh, to the Italian mafia. Hey, I'm I'm Jimmy Two Hands. Uh, you know why they call me that? I uh, I got I got two hands. You don't talk to the boss like that. Please, I can handle myself. All right, I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> I, I'm Jimmy Two Hands. You know why they call me that? I got two hands. Sorry, boss. <laughs> That's just how he says. This is how he talks. <laughs> I, I'm selfish and painting and a little insecure. I'm, ju- I'm, I'm, I'm Johnny I'm Two Hands. Like every single Johnny Two Hands. Oh. <laughs> I'm here to take all of your all of your fucking money that you all the mafia. I, I'm Jimmy I'm Two Hands. To, uh, why? Uh, I got two hands. It up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. That's what Jimmy Two Hands do. Cause that, I wanna know why I'm called that? Because I got two hands. And then he comes back the next year's uh, vodka drunkensky. That's <laughs> vodka drunkensky. Wait, is he just turns Russian? He just turns Russian. It's like that. It's you know like why? that one song. This is Jimmy Two Hands. Turn Japanese. He's got two hands. <laughs> I'm giant two hands. I punch in the boxing ring. You wanna know why? Because I got two hands. Yep. That is my favorite crappy joke I've ever made. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is a long-running joke between us. It really is. <laughs> All right. Uh, chapter 6, Admit Your Mistakes. Do you want to read this first one? I kind of forgot oh, where we're at. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's my turn. <clears> hmm. <throat> Okay. We all make mistakes. We are only human. But admitting your mistakes doesn't make you weak. It makes you strong. The strong. Most people will try and weasel out of their mistakes using a whole bunch of oh weasel words to deter attention away from oh defer attention away from themselves. People will try to downplay the seriousness of their situation or even to deny allowing Anything went wrong at all. When you have confidence, you can have a lot of fun. And when you have fun, you can do amazing things. Joe Namath. Joe, Joe, Joe Namath. Ha! Got him. I don't get it. Do you want to read this next paragraph or should I? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds like Joe Mama. The problem with dodging the bullet is that the bullet is still going and needs to be handled. If <laughs> I like how it says needs to be handled, like I I didn't fuck that up, guys. That's how it's written right there. That could mean so many things. The bullet needs to be handled. The bullet needs a handle. Maybe you just need to hold on to it. Hmm. <clears throat> If it's probably still going to hit someone, even if it doesn't hit you. However, if you're if you've pinned your reputation on your ability to do the job right, then the failure is still going to stick with you. Not to mention losing the trust of the people around you, especially the ones who ended up paying for your mistakes. Whether by talking whether by talking the blame or cleaning up the mess. How do oh. you talk the blame? You know, they say they talk the talk and they walk the walk. Well, this guy talks the blame. <laughs> <gasps> it's a, it's totally, it makes sense. A man must be big enough. Oh, God, excuse me. I'm sorry. A man must be big enough to admit his mistakes, smart enough to profit from them, and strong enough to correct them. John C. Maxwell. <laughs> 
the key to confidence. Do's and don'ts. Do explain the situation. Do do's. Oh, okay. Just are we okay? Are we switching off? Go ahead. No, no, no. I'll read the don'ts. Okay. Do accept responsibility for your role in the mistake and be prepared for the consequences. Do show you've learned and will behave differently going forward. Do demonstrate that you can be trusted in the future. Don't be defensive or blame others. Don't violate people's trust by lying or being spiteful. Don't beat yourself up over your mistakes or hold back. Keep moving forward. I just love how like do's and don'ts that that apostrophe ts uh, just it doesn't look aesthetically pleasing to me. I mean, I'm sure that's how you're supposed to do it because don't has an apostrophe, but the s. Wow, that does look really fucking weird. Maybe don't call it do dis- do's and do nots. Maybe. Yeah, like. Do you Thing so? Don't. Is it? I I've I've been struggling with the. With the, you know, comment or the question in my mind is whether it's common parlance to put an apostrophe on something like do's and don'ts, because that doesn't really follow apostrophe rules. Like apostrophes are for contractions and for showing possession. <clears throat> Maybe it is a contraction technically, like do's. It's like the same thing as like when you list out like, uh. Only do the problems with the letter B. Oh, oh God, no, no, that's not a correct sentence. Sometimes you do apostrophe S on uh, something to show there's multiples of it, like when it's usually like bees singular. Or something. Like B. Like if it's just like a letter. Like a letter, exactly. And it, I think you can do it like this way as well. I'm not sure. Don't don't quote me. I'm an engineering major. I, I I'm not an English major. I'm not a f- I'm not a uh, biology major, so I don't know. I ain't no bio major, but I am a bio major. <clears throat> um, and you're wrong. All right, truly, let's see. Oh, a truly confident person will admit their mistakes because they know that a mistake using isn't a mistake; it's a lesson. <laughs> what? I- what because they know that a mistake using isn't a mistake it's a lesson as long as you admit to your mistake and learn from it you can always hold your head up high it also builds trust which is the currency of leadership the more somebody trusts you the more influence you will have on them and naturally without even noticing the more confident you will be I guess. That makes me cry every time. Every time. Acknowledging that you screwed up also allows you to grow. Because if you you say acknowledging that you screwed up? Yeah, dude. (laughs) Acknowledging that the Jewish people... That you screwed up. Holy shit. I wasn't reading that. (laughs) I looked away and I totally misheard you. Just suddenly goes on an anti-Semitic diatribe for no reason. <laughs> That's why I was confused. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't that be a great like? <laughs> hey, people have that done that on like the live news before. So They've just like randomly gone off on anti-Semitic diatribes and stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God. Moving Uh, swiftly along. Acknowledging that you screwed up also allows you to grow. Because if you don't acknowledge it, then you're incapable of dealing with the root cause of it. Which means you won't learn anything. If you can't admit that you were wrong, then there is a chance you might be ahead of failure. Maybe you're afraid of damaging your own self-image. Maybe you're afraid of diminishing your reputation. Whatever the reason, fear of failure will prevent 
you from being courageous and courage will shine a light on your confidence like nothing else can. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. A brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Nelson Mandela. It's Mandela. I know. Okay. You said it like very weird is all I'm saying. Nah, dude. Do you want me to read this next quote? Because I'll, I'll get fucking weirder. Uh, I don't know. Isn't it time, about time we should be wrapping up? Uh, let's do one more chapter. Actually, wait. This one might be long. No, it's not. What time is it? Yeah, we've got enough time for another chapter. It's like four paragraphs. All right. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> chapter seven. Be comfortable with the skin you in. Except for it actually says you are. I was just making it a pun. I'm beautiful no matter what they say. Words can't bring me down. I am beautiful in every single way. Words can't bring me down. Christiania Aguileria. There we go. Was that just lyrics from a Christina Aguilera song? Like, what the fuck is that? It absolutely was. <laughs> you remember? It used to be in all those commercials, dude. I'm beautiful no matter what you say because words can't bring me down. Remember I, that? Remember? It was in, like, every single commercial for a while, dude. <laughs> I wish I remember like, that, but I don't. I remember that very, very, very much, dude. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I still think about it. Just like when they used to do all those depressing, like, uh, pet shelter ads, and it was always, in the arms of an <laughs> angel. Yeah, I remember that yeah. one. Yeah. That shit. one always made me feel not very sad at all, actually. It was such a very thinly veiled attempt to tug at your heartstrings. I was unaffected. Do you even have even a heart, I man? A kid. I don't. Do you even have a heart? You're right, I don't. <laughs> Dude. A horrible, we, heartless man. We have to warm your cold heart with a smooth island song, man, obviously. <laughs> you gotta warm my whole heart with a with a with a with a warm island song or whatever. Yeah. No way, you can't do that. You gotta you gotta cool their heart with a cool island song. <laughs> God. <clears throat> Gay or straight, black or white, north or south. Wait, what? <laughs> One of these things not like the others. One of these things is north or south. What? <laughs> I just <laughs> fucking I don't even know. I don't fucking know, dude. <clears throat> Gay or straight, black or white, north or south, fat or thin. Be proud of yourself in the skin you're in. It doesn't matter what heritage you come from or what country you were born in. It doesn't matter how large or small, tall or short, crooked or lopsided. What matters is how you view view yourself. Crooked and lopsided f- is like the same thing, though. <laughs> I'm a very crooked person. I mean, I like take saying, all your money. Ma- it doesn't matter if you have blue eyes or if your eyes are the color of the sky. <laughs> or the ocean, even. Many people grow up thinking that the relationships they had with other people would determine their happiness in life. Number of friend, <laughs> the right boyfriend, etc. But what people don't understand is the relationship you have with yourself is at the core of how content you are. Will uh, oh how content you will be as you move throughout life. A very important key to happiness and self confidence is to just accept who you are and love yourself. Try and think back to your childhood before the world presented its ideals of what we should or shouldn't be, what we should or shouldn't look like, and who we should or shouldn't spend time with. We are all actually quite at ease with ourselves. We were However, quite at ease with ourselves, okay. <laughs> However, 
Now that we are adults and recognize the world and its standards, we either accept and become what society wants us to be, or we understand the world and go about creating our own. We need to free ourselves from outside pressures and expectations and adhere to our authentic callings, ignoring all the hate and judgments. Once you become comfortable with the skin you're in, you will thrive and flourish. But for that to happen, some action will need to occur. A very important thing that you must start doing is to treat your body with respect. Does that mean you no piercings to- and tattoos? <laughs> Do you gotta start going to the gym? You need to understand what your body needs to perform at its best so you can feed it, exercise it, care for it, accept Oh shit, dude. It needs it needs Gatorade cuz it's got electrolytes. Is what the plants crave. Accept <laughs> <laughs> um, it profession, revel in it. The most beautiful, confident human beings are those who require their unique look. Wait. Those who own their unique look, talents, age, and lifestyle, and refuse to apologize. People who choose to bully or snicker have only placed a mirror in front of their face exposing their own self- lack of self-confidence. Don't worry about these kinds of people. <clears throat> Always strive for excellence. Try and break old old hobbits? <laughs> oh, that was, that was, His name is Bilbo Baggins. Hey, we crushed him. We broke him. Hey, is that one of my hobbits over there? I'm, I'm, I'm Johnny Two Hands. I got two hands. I'm going to go beat him up. I'm going to beat him up with my two hands. <laughs> Give me some rep with the, the mafioso. God. Oh, jeez. Try and break old hobbits and destructive <laughs> thinking and give yourself some grace. Take pride in yourself and enjoy being you. Apologize less. Whether it's a habit or you say sorry, even if you purposely did something and didn't actually wish to apologize, get a grip on yourself. If you indeed wish to apologize, then do so. But otherwise, stand in your decisions, your actions, and move forward. Recognize the harm in being your own worst critic and find a healthy balance. Push yourself to do your best and don't beat yourself up if you find yourself disappointed. Always remember, Genji is with you. <laughs> and I will be with you always. To be always beautiful remember, means tomorrow to... is a new day. <laughs> to be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need to be accepted by others. You need to accept yourself. Thich Nat Han. Uh... Where, where do you suppose that guy's from? Chatter, probably. Okay, are you sure you know he's what? not a Mongolian? <laughs> what? Anyway. I just watched that episode of South Park. Uh, you know, I will talk oh, about yeah. that later. <clears throat> Challenge! This will open you up so. God. This will open you up to so much social freedom. This is what I want you to do. I want you to get a camera, our camera phone, put yourself in a selfie position, act out the ugliest face you can possibly do. Take the photo and upload it to at least one social media platform. Facebook, Instagram, etc. Seems kind of silly, right? Well, once you've taken a photo of yourself in the most awkward, ugliest way, it exposes yourself in your most vulnerable form, and people would generally find, generally find it funny and would pretty much set you free. People may comment stupid things, but the right kind of people will find it amusing and humorous. Once you've shown the world your ugliest face, a huge weight will be lifted off your shoulders, and you will worry much less about how you look in photos. Try to... Try... Try do this on a regular basis every couple weeks or so. It will become easier and easier, and your comfortability will be always be on the rise. Whoa, fucking hell, that's hard to read. Be always be on the rise. Wow, that sentence really fell apart. And then he's got like four pictures down here of him, I guess, making ugly faces. Is that him? Is that the guy who wrote this? 
I feel like it is. I was going to say, it's not often the author looks exactly like what you thought they would. <laughs> I know. And this is one of those situations. Wow. Like, this yep. is exactly what I thought he would look like. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. Like, well, he even has, like, the dorky jacket I thought he'd have. Holy shit. <laughs> yep. <coughs> All right, guys. Wow. Yep. We're we're done here at chapter eight. We'll probably read more whenever Mango's not on next. Um, so and until next time, remember Hanzo Mains did nothing wrong. They actually did a whole lot wrong. They did a so whole lot bye. wrong. <laughs> they did a whole lot wrong. We agree. Uh, I hear Hanzo Mains can melt steel beams, so that's something to think about. <laughs> Jetfield did nothing wrong. All right, we're done. Bye. See ya. Time for the plugs. Dun, dun, dun. Nah. Visit us on the tweeters, at Mad Bad Book Club. We have an email account. Send us stuff there. That's uh, madbadbookclub at gmail.com. We have YouTube channels. Uh, one of them's called Zexcrew. The other one's called Foregoing Function. Uh, 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 we don't have an Instagram, so feel free to take that before we can make it so we can be mad at you forever. Bye! <laughs> Later! Just thought I'd let you know. Uh, I forgot to mention this during the episode. Mad Bad Book Club is switching to a bi-weekly form now. Sorry about that. But, hey, you'll still get the content, just not every week. Every two weeks. Alright, have a good one.